everyone. Welcome to CIO of the Future. This is our inaugural episode. I am here guest interviewing the show's normal host, Chris Bowen. Chris, I'm super excited for the podcast. Hey, Miles, thanks for having us. Uh, this is this is super exciting. Absolutely. So obviously with CIO of the Future, uh, our goal for this show is going to be featuring insights from IT leaders either in the CIO seat or who are striving to be in that CIO seat and how they're looking at serving their users, how technology supports business, trends in the space. Uh, but I want to hear in your own words, what are you hoping to accomplish with the show? Well, there's lots of people doing technology in lots of different ways and getting sometimes similar, sometimes not so similar results. Uh, what, what we don't do a great job in uh, in IT is telling people what our successes are and telling people what our failures were. Because if we can learn from other people's failures and we can learn from other people's successes, that just drives us that much closer to accomplishing the, the business goal. So overall, um, just being open and candid about stuff that, uh, that we're doing that uh, can help other people. Yeah, absolutely. Now, now, I've obviously known you for a long time, dating back to my days in technology. Uh, but for anyone who doesn't know you and Sentinel, can you just speak to a little bit about both what the company does and what you specifically do? Sure. So Sentinel, we're a network consulting company. Uh, we're centered on three pillars. Uh, collaboration, so any two ways that people communicate. Uh, that can be phone systems, email, faxing, instant messaging, video conferencing, carrier pigeons. No, we're not. We don't specialize in carrier pigeons. But basically, any two ways that uh, people communicate. Uh, that's collaboration. Second uh, pillar is data center. So where is your data, right? That includes all the basic stuff like uh, servers and SANs and routers and stuff like that, backups. Uh, but that's not the, the sexy part. The sexy part is what can you put together so it serves the business? And that's what we focus on are the business outcomes. Uh, so that's the second pillar. Third pillar is cybersecurity. Um, cybersecurity, it's, it's, it's huge right now, 100% huge, and it's changing every day. Uh, Sentinel, we've got our own, uh, we've got our own SOC, 24-7, 365, owned and operated by Sentinel. Uh, we've got our own knock, our own call center, our own help desk, and these are all Sentinel employees. So the, the most important thing that I want people to, uh, to, to take out of this is it's the people that, uh, that make the difference in the people process and technology. So we have our own incident response. We design security systems. We're big fans of layering things up. Um, no security is uh, impenetrable. Um, I don't care what anybody says. And um, we help people put enough roadblocks in the way so the bad guys say, you know what, this is, this is taking way too much time. I'm going to go down the street and I'm going I'm, I'm to go try and hack into somebody else because this isn't worth my time. So that, that's who we are. We've got currently about uh, 450 plus full-time engineers. Uh, now, I'm a sales guy. I'm a sales manager here. I've got a team here. But I walk into an engineering environment. There's 65 salespeople across uh, Sentinel and 450 plus engineers. So that kind of tells you what kind of company we, we are. Been around since 1982. Um, almost embarrassing to say, but we start off as a mainframe maintenance company. Uh, we're not a mainframe maintenance company anymore, right? There's no, there's no, not a whole lot of green screens. There's, we got a couple of customers who still have green screens, but don't call us for green screens. That's not what we do. Uh, but at the end of the day, we're constantly growing. We're constantly finding more and creative solutions uh, for our customers. And, and it's pretty amazing uh, how you guys have grown, even in the last few years. I think when I met you maybe five, six years ago, uh, Sentinel was not 
I mean, you've had a really, really good run the last five or six years, which just proves that you're serving customers well. Right. It, you know, one of our secret sauces has always been during the downturns, we grow. We, 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 we grow because we're services oriented. We're, there's a, a business outcome oriented. You know, we, we, around here we talk about there's only five business outcomes. And as we start to interview more people on this show, there's only five, right? And if you can identify what those outcomes should be, everybody in IT and everybody in the org is on board with all of our customers. And we're, we're really good at saying, okay, um, a lot of people think that uh, salespeople are there. Your job is to shake somebody's hand, beat them over the head with it until they buy. No, if, if God, we have customers all the time that say, no, that's not the right fit for us. And here's why. And we say, okay, we take that information. That's why we've been around since 1982. So we, we grew right through Y2K. We grew right through the, uh, the Great Recession. And we grew right through COVID because now instead of just trying to sell, some, sell you a box, we're actually showing you how you can use what you have and get more value out of it, lasting longer, better, faster, cheaper, right? Yeah, no, and, and it really is cool that the service is first. Uh, it shows where your, your guys' money is really in having an amazing product. Uh, and now you are a market leader specifically focused on the Southwest, or how do you kind of break down the area of the country where you really uh, spend the most of your time with clients? Yeah, so most of, uh, most of our clients' uh, time right now is spent uh, in Arizona, a little bit in New Mexico. We just opened up our Texas office. Uh, we have customers all over the nation. Tech, so I, I almost consider it the West instead of just the Southwest because we're doubling down. Sentinel is doubling down. We, we have lots of uh, recs open for uh, new positions, not because people have left, because we are growing. And instead of investing into you know, a new building, what we're doing is we're investing into people because that's how we're seeing the exponential growth. Like half of our revenue, uh, overall revenue is professional services. And that's a lot different than a lot of our competition where they'll see 90% revenue, hardware, software, and 10% professional services. No, we, we lead with our professional services and that makes all the difference in the world. But back to your question, Texas, North Dakota West, we do business in almost every state, Texas, North Dakota West. Uh, so it's kind of hard. I'm, I'm sitting in Tempe right now, but I will be in Houston uh, two weeks from now. I will be in uh, Reno um, a week from now, three weeks from now. I'm sorry. I, I travel all over the place. It's so nice getting on a plane again. It really is. Uh, wherever there are customers that are underserved, we will be there. Mm-hmm. And now on the show, I know I'm really excited. I always learn a lot from you with these, you know, fives and threes and twos. You have a lot of frameworks uh, what are some of the trends, if you had to pick a couple, that are most pressing on your mind for CIOs to be aware of in 2022, 2023? Uh, just to give a little preview for what this show is going to cover. Okay. So the trends, this is not going to be groundbreaking here, but cybersecurity, we're still seeing, we have an incident response team. And they're focused on when bad things happen, we respond within 15 minutes of authorization to go. And we throw a team at it. Cybersecurity is about layers. That's the, there's a joke. There's a, you know, two guys in the woods, a bear comes running at them. Uh, first guy bends down to tie his shoes. Second guy looks at him and says, what do you, you think you're gonna outrun the bear by tying your shoes? No, 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 I just have to outrun you. So that's the trend in cybersecurity is just make yourself less and less attractive to the bad guys, 
right? I mean, we, we do business with casinos and, 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 and hospitals and uh, state local government and schools and manufacturing across the board. And there are some sexy companies out there that we do business with. Well, if you're a casino, guess what the bad guys think automatically? You've got a lot of money. So you are automatically a higher target. If you are automatically a higher target, you need a lot more of those layers. And unfortunately, we're still doing a lot of incidents. Um, so trend number one, cybersecurity. Layer it up, see what you can get, the, the biggest bang for your buck. What's the smallest amount that you can get the biggest bang for your buck? And we have ideas. So that's the first trend. Um, second trend is we're seeing people want to uh, relate what they're buying back to the business. And this is not a new trend. It just seems to cycle through. In good times, what do people do? They throw money at their problems, right? But that doesn't always align with what the business wants. When you see, like, you know, COVID was a good example. Oh, the business was specifically aligned to the IT money that was spent. And the trend has continued which I'm thankful for. I'd a lot rather sit in a meeting and have somebody say, no, we don't have that need, than go through rounds and rounds and rounds of advising and quoting all this stuff, come to find out it's not even aligned to the business. So I think CIOs are doing a much better job. IT directors, IT managers, network admins are doing a much better job just aligning to uh, the business. And is there pressure that has mounted with the proliferation of SaaS, instant access, cloud services, on IT to get more intimate with the business user, user to stay relevant, or is that overplayed by the modern media? I, you know, that's a, that's a great question, Miles. Uh, I'll answer it this way. Um, if cloud is a part of your strategy, you're right. If cloud is not a part of your strategy, you're right. It makes, it makes IT people really try and answer the question, what am I trying to accomplish? You know, who's going to manage this? You know, how am I going to consume this? Uh, where is it going to be located? It really makes these IT leaders think about those things because you get you have people outside of IT that are already making those decisions for you. They really like the marketing guy who spins up a, a tenant in AWS, for example, right? So that he can install an application because IT doesn't have enough time, right? That's sometimes the attitude. And um, IT can either embrace that or not. So the, the good ones are embracing the business outcome, saying, what are we trying to accomplish? Running it through, you know, there's only four or five IT frameworks, right? You mentioned, I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of frameworks because that means that I can just plug it in and we can handle 80, 90% of everything within a framework. Uh, but more business or more IT leaders are starting to, to bring those frameworks up to the business and the business they don't understand the three-letter acronyms. They, you know, they don't understand the four-letter acronyms, the, the bits and the bytes and the speeds and the feeds. Who cares about that stuff, right? It's either serving my purpose as a business or it's not. So, yes, I, I think IT has gotten better. Um, I don't think it's ever going to be 100%, and I don't think uh, the business is ever going to look at IT as anything but uh, uh, sometimes an expense. So the more the business sees IT as a asset as opposed to an expense, the more likely that enterprise is uh, aligned from, from top to bottom. Absolutely. So last question, if anyone wants to reach you about the show uh, or questions about Sentinel, anything you talked about, is LinkedIn an okay way? I know that usually is easiest. Yeah, LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, my phone number is 480-897-5974. My email is cbowen at sentinel.com. Um, you can call our 1-800 number, go to our website, or call our 1-800 number, ask to speak to me, or just uh, reach out to me. 
Absolutely. Well, Chris, I'm really looking forward to the show and some of the episodes. And thanks again for your thanks, time. Thanks, Miles. Today. Thanks for having me.